My name is Cherie Leiden. I'm the CEO of Gold Bull Resources based in Nevada, USA. Our team have all relocated to Nevada with the sole aim of discovering world-class gold deposits. We believe there's massive opportunity in this state, in particularly exploring undercover uh, where they haven't previously explored historically using modern techniques such as geophysics uh, to really make a difference in new discoveries over here. Sheree, good to see you again. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Geophysics, geochemistry, it's its uh, not the done thing over there, but you're introducing it slowly. Um, look, great to catch up with you. I haven't seen you since June. I um, want to see how things are getting on. Looking at the share price, it's kind of moved a lot sideways, like a lot of precious metal companies. So I'm not going to focus on that. Uh, but I, I do want to understand how are you advancing the company? What have you been doing over and above the geophysics and geochem type stuff? So why don't you give us a little update on the drill program? Because I want to talk about where this goes. So we're currently drilling now. I think since we last caught up, we, um, we received more positive assay results. Uh, our project has some known gold resources uh, that amount to about half a million ounces. So our last program was focused on extending those because those resources remain open in a number of directions. And then subsequent to that, we did a capital raise. So we raised about $6 million in November, December last year. And the overwhelming feedback we received from our shareholders is instead of incremental growth, they want to see high risk, high reward. They want to see us going for our three to five million ounce new sleeper discovery type holes instead of playing it safe and incrementally growing our ounces. So we have listened and this drill program is basically targeting those uh, new discoveries are looking for the three to five million ounces rather than looking to incrementally grow a half a million ounces, you know, gradually 100,000 ounces each drill program type approach. Okay, so, okay, uh, go big or go home. And that's fine for a bunch of guys who've got a ton of money. The retail guys be like, oof, that's, that, that sounds a bit pricey to me. This is gonna just, there's gonna be, you know, value destruction if you guys don't get it right. So you've got two options on the table. One is drill high, high, high risk, high reward projects or two mm -hmm. M&A. We talked last time about a lot of, of, lot of M&A. Can we, can we see, so can we talk about what you've done with regards to that, you talked to me about five projects last time around. Have you closed any of those? We haven't closed them yet. Um, a couple of those are still certainly on the table. Uh, the ones that when we're dealing with majors, the majors move pretty slow in this respect because we're looking at their assets that are worth less than you know, $20 million. And um, they're dealing with the same couple of lawyers on those assets as they are on their $100 million transaction. So it just keeps going in the back of the line. For them, there's really no, they're not in this to make money out of these transactions. They're in this to get it off their books. So we're um, kind of at their mercy with respect to the ones that are held by the majors and we're still very interested and they know it. Um, so we're hoping eventually it, it comes to us, but we're certainly not counting on that. And uh, in parallel, we're pursuing a number of other opportunities with mid-tiers and also with companies our size where we think, you know, one plus one has the opportunity to equal three. It, it can, if you can get them over the line. So is there anything that's sort of like near or close or they all just sit back, wait for the majors to, uh, you know, make time for you? We, we have one that we're in fairly advanced um, discussions with in the sense, you know, we, we've been talking a long time. We've passed each other's mutual due diligence. Um, this company is also Nevada Focus. Announced whether, you know, we can marry the share structures and the capital structures so that it makes sense to do it for our shareholders. Uh, ultimately, it's got to add value to both sides. Otherwise, it just doesn't go anywhere. But we like each other's assets. We see synergies uh, with each other's teams and that kind of thing. And then we're also on the hunt for a couple of other um, opportunities. We always need a backup. But M&A is certainly uh, my focus uh, for this year. 
Um, I'd be disappointed if we didn't uh, do an M&A transaction in, in 22. And uh, I think we're well positioned um, to be able to do that well. Uh, my technical team focuses on adding ounces at our existing projects. Okay, and I will come to that, I promise, Sheree. Um, okay, so, but, but on the M&A side of things, so one that you like the look of, they like the look of you, something could happen, right? In, t- in terms of you know, the amount of Nevada stories I've heard, I, I've heard a couple of handfuls of Nevada stories which are assets are okay to really good, cash, uh, well, low on cash, or, you know, they're stranded assets because of the cash position. They're, they're also stranded, I think, because of the management's inability to actually go and um, raise more capital or tell the story a different way. They're, they're companies of a certain size. They're, they're, they're you know, not dissimilar to where you're at at the moment, okay? Do you, do you see any of the, what are the difficulties around having a marriage of equals um, in Nevada is that a distinct possibility for you? Or do you think that's just too hard? That's why you deal with the majors? Yeah, I, I think it's possible. I, I, I just love this strategy of a gold roll-up of good assets and um, and good teams where, where you can find them. And the other this other company in Nevada um, that we're speaking to share that idea. So the idea would be that you don't stop at two. You keep you keep rolling. Um, but although there's you know a hundred companies um, in Nevada, and we've looked at a lot of them, and there's not a lot of you know, really robust assets and teams that go together. Um, you know, we, we've identified less than a handful, really. So um, you know, those handful, if we could consolidate those in one company, we think that'd be a really strong, yeah, several hundred million dollar market cap company off the bat. Um, but obviously it's, it takes time. And you know, one of the hardest parts about mergers is merging people. It's not so much the projects, they go together nicely. It's um, getting the teams and the structure right and the shareholders that play nicely together. Trying to find um, mutual shareholders is certainly key. Okay, so the money's available if if um, you were to do that. Um, and that that, that, that kind of gives you a sort of significant step up each each time you close a transaction like that. Let's get back to the drilling. I know you want to talk about it. You you you, you had some you had circa half million ounce last time uh, we spoke. You, you've added um, to that with through through the drill bit, but you're gonna you're gonna what? Because this comes back to this incremental amounts, which your shareholders telling you they don't want to see. You know, get us. 500, right. 750, 1 million, et cetera. You need, to, you need to make some big advances. Is the money available for the drill bit? Yes. So we, we are fully funded and most of that funding came in from already existing shareholders uh, who participated in our initial raise and they participated in our second raise uh, late in 2021, uh, including myself and, and my board. So we're, um, we're really motivated to, to find a discovery. We've got some pretty sensational targets as targets go. Uh, but it is high risk, high reward, and uh, there's only one way to test these geophysical targets, and that's uh, to whack a few drill holes into them. Okay, so well, give us a rundown there. I know you raised what's well, it's six million bucks. Is is that all of that going in the ground? So we were a six million Canadian, and two million um, is two million US is going into drilling between now and about June, and that will be deployed in um, the form of five thousand meters for about eighteen holes at Sandman. And then we're moving the rig to big boards where we're drilling uh, about half a dozen holes for 1,500 uh, metres. Right. And what's the expectation of that? What, what, why 5,000 metres? Why there? What, what do you need to get from that exercise? So, uh, so then we've still got a couple of mil in the, ca- in the bank, you know, after that drill program. So hopefully we have success and then you know, the, the rest is, is a walk in the park and we're raising money at a higher price. That's obviously the goal. Um, if we don't have success, we've left some reserves, you know, some backups in the kitty 
um, to go and, and drill other other targets where we know we've got a, probably a better chance of success and probably lower ounces to be added. Um, so this first round, um, there are high-risk carry-war targets where if we just have one hole in any discovery, it, it could be a game-changer for the company. And we don't have any assay results yet. We've been drilling only for a month, but already we're like in the rocks that are coming out of the ground. But, you know, with gold, you just visual is not enough. You need to see uh, what the lab says. Okay, and, and what would what would one successful hole look like? What what how, what would what would the answers be? What would the intercept be? You know, would you expect? Yeah, that? sure. If, you know, if, if we had five meters at around ten grams a ton or equivalent, um, that would be really exciting for us because that indicates we've got one of these high grade feeder systems, such as I keep talking about sleeper because it's just up the road and we're in the same rocks. Uh, so uh, something like that would make us um, pretty excited and then the whole focus would be around that hole. I mean, that, so that seems very different from the numbers we've talked about last time around. So w w all of a sudden we're talking significantly high-grade intercepts. Where's that yeah, data so coming our, from? Um, our overall grade is around um, 0.7 grams a tonne, uh, predominantly oxide. But within that uh, halo of, you can call it low-grade, there are multiple, you know, tens of high-grade skinny hits. So that gives us confidence that we've got these high-grade feeders that's basically sourcing that. It's like a, a mushroom cap uh, of low-grade. And now we're looking for where, uh, where did that high-grade come from? And we've engaged uh, an expert called John Wood to assist our team. John Wood single-handedly discovered the sleeper deposit and now he's acting as our advisor. And, and John's like, there's just so much low-grade at surface. This has to be coming from somewhere. So for us, the challenge is, finding where that's coming from with a $2 million budget. I'm pretty confident there. It's, you know, how many drill holes is it going to take until we hit that? Right. Okay. So this high grade is feeding this kind of lower grade. It's precipitating out. I mean, what, was the, sorry, what is the nature of the, the ore structure that you're, you're going after? So historically, it's been very much stratigraphically focused. Um, we're, we're not taking that stratigraphic approach anymore. So we're looking for structures and the model is basically that gold has come in through faults and they're typically almost vertical and then um, once it gets to a pressure release zone it, it basically goes horizontal and historically they were looking at a at a rock type um, near the surface which is where it you know did the balloon or did the mushroom uh, however we're looking beneath that uh, at a at a geological contact of basically young rocks and old rocks and we believe that's the first pressure release point that that gold is going to hit and where the big mother load or where the, where the sleeper sail is going to be. So we're drilling a couple of hundred metres below where it has been drilled previously. Okay, fine. Um, okay, so we're going to get through that. You're, you're a month in. Assays are presumably quite slow like everywhere else um, at the moment. How, lo how long is this, um, this dr drilling uh, that you're doing at the moment and when do you expect to actually get results back out into market? Yeah, so this drill program at SAMEL will probably keep going until around the end of March, early April. And then we're hoping to move the rig directly to our big boards projects, which is um, near Elko, also in Nevada. That's just going to depend on what the weather does, because um, when the snow is melting, big boards is like a you know muddy mess and we don't want to get our uh, rig bogged. So right now, it looks like a drought out my window. There's no snow. So if there's no snow, we'll go straight there or conversely if it's dried out. Um, and also if, if there is snow and it's frozen, that's fine. It's just um, that in-between period where it's a muddy mess. So our hope is that we go straight from Sandman to Big Bolts and we just have these this news flow continually trickling in as we do batches of, um, of samples. So the first batch was sent a few weeks ago 
and uh, it's currently around eight to ten week turnaround. So hopefully um, we'll be announcing a batch of assay results every couple of weeks starting in around late March. How many trials did you say you've got training? Just one rig. Just, we just have one RC rig. Right. So yeah. you, Okay, so you'll do this drilling, move, do some drilling there, but then hopefully you get the data back and you'll work out because you're, you're, you're going to are you going to bounce around or are you going to get a second drill going? Uh, well, we're probably happy with the one rig um, that allows us time to get our assay results, so we're not you know guessing where that the the best numbers are coming from. So having that one rig uh, fully occupied allows us to um, a plan, I guess uh, you know plan appropriately without wasting any dollars. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, look, I'm sure. Look, look. Thanks for the quick update on this one. I think you need to come more more regularly. Um, uh, should we actually get a you know sense of how this thing is, is building out? Appreciate your time today. Best of luck with this drilling, and uh, let us know how you get on. Okay. Thank you very much. Look forward to it.